Get ready to challenge conventional beliefs about what's possible in creating health, wealth, and happiness. You are listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. This hit show is providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. It is time to open and expand your awareness, accelerate your well-being as Megan shares wisdom, teachings, and experience from a lifelong journey of the heart. Enact the power of radical change with ease and lift your desires to a new perspective. Now, here's Playing on the Edge Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome. I'm Megan Edge. I am going solo today. Normally, playing on the Edge Radio would be myself and my amazing co-host, Dr. Pat. And Dr. Pat is not with me today, so you get me all for yourself today. I'm really excited for today's show. I want to share with you what we're going to be talking about today. As you know, this show is called Playing on the Edge, Radical Change with Ease. And we are always on the edge of something. That's the way that we approach the conversations that Pat and I have each month. This month, we're talking about being on the edge of prosperity. And what does that mean? What does it mean to be prosperous or to feel like we have prosperity? It's different from abundance. It's different from wealth. There's a whole different energy to that word, which is why I chose it specifically. Being on the edge of prosperity means that we're not quite there. For some reason, we're holding ourselves back from getting to experience the immensity of what prosperity could be. And so that's what I want to be sharing with you today and talking about with you today is what does it look like for you to step fully into prosperity and what might be getting in the way of you fully embracing that and accepting that. So let's just jump in. Normally, I would have my banter with with Pat, and I have to say I'm missing her today, but I'm also knowing that she's doing really well, and she's here in spirit, because I know that she also has embraced prosperity, and this would be quite the conversation if she were here today. Let's start then with um, your story. That's where I want to begin. What does your story look like around money and prosperity? Start thinking about that as you're listening to the show. We all have a money story. That money story is the relationship that you have with money, with finances, with wealth, with prosperity, with abundance, with charity, with debt. Think of all the different nuances of what money is and the relationship that you have with it. That's your story. And I wanted to share with you this morning is one of my money stories from when I was a teenager to when I became an adult in my 20s. So as a teenager, when I was leaving school, I had failed math class. I managed to squeak my way out of high school without completing my grade 11, 12 or grade 13 math. I was in Ontario at the time in Canada. And I was pretty proud of myself for that because I had a horrible relationship with math and with numbers. I was utterly convinced that I was completely ignorant and an absolute dolt when it came to working with math and working with numbers. So I made a commitment to myself that before I left high school, before I, or sorry, when I left high school, I would overcome that fear, that phobia of math. And the opportunity to do that showed up when I was in my mid-20s and I went to work for the banks. And my idea around that was that if I was going to overcome this fear that I had around math and numbers, which then translated into not wanting to really look at money because money to me was numbers, the best possible way that I could overcome that story was to work in the very place <laughs> that scared, them, scared me the most, which was working in the bank. So many months, of a year or so into working at the bank, I'm feeling pretty confident about, I understand about money, I understand about mortgages, I understand a little bit more about wealth and savings and all of those things, but I still cannot, for the life of me, balance out my till at the end of the day. And one night, my error was so great, it was a number at like $600,000 I was out. And I was absolutely terrified. I knew I hadn't even processed that much money that day. And my manager came over and we were there for almost an hour after closing, trying to figure it out. I was in tears. And essentially, the bank and my manager were saying to me, 
mm, what have you done? Where is this money? I spent the whole weekend agonizing over it and really beating myself up for like, how could I be so stupid and not understand what had happened? When I came in on Monday morning, it turns out that there was an error way back in Toronto and I was in Victoria at the time and it was an input error that had nothing to do with me. It had just shown up on my till at the end of the day. The biggest lesson that I took away from that, and for me, it was a real turning point in my relationship with money, was to understand that I had been making the mistakes all about me, instead of creating a different kind of relationship with money and with finances. And in that moment, I was able to start healing this story that I'd been carrying around for so long about how I wasn't smart enough to be prosperous. Can you see the connection? And as I'm sharing this with you, are you getting any little aha moments as you start thinking about what is this money story that you're carrying around with you? What is your relationship with money, right? Because money in and of itself isn't good or bad. It's neutral. Money like water, it flows and it always takes the path of least resistance unless we put something in the way of that right? Unless we put a dam in the way of it, or if we divert that flow and it just sits in a stagnant pool and doesn't do anything. You can see where I'm going with this analogy. And I love this analogy about money being like, like water. Now, prosperity isn't just about money any more than abundance is just about money. It's really about how you're living your life and all the different aspects of your life. Are you prosperous in your relationships? Are you prosperous in your career? Are you prosperous in the way in which you, you surround yourself, you decorate your home? Are you prosperous in your thoughts, right? These are really important and key ideas to the understanding of what it takes to move from being on the edge of prosperity to being fully into prosperity. And what I'm going to take you through in the next hour that we have together is a process that I call the eight power steps to manifesting or to mastering manifesting, to becoming a master manifester. You can see I've placed it right here on, beside me if you're watching us on Facebook Live. Um, this is a program and a course that I teach that I have developed and created from my own stories of money and money wounding and healing those wounds and stepping into an ideology and a thought pattern, a mind shift from lack into prosperity. And I would love today to take you through this process. It'll be a quick peek at it, um, a snippet, if you will, because I want to really whet your appetite for what you can do and what can become possible for you as I take you through these eight power steps. So get yourself a pen and paper or pencil and paper, and we're going to dive right in. I'm going to take you through the first one in a little bit more detail, and then we'll have a quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll move into the rest of the story. So the, really the first part is what I've already been talking about. The first step is about examining and healing your money wounds and your money story. Where does your money story come from? It comes from your family of origin. It comes from your childhood, the way that you were brought up, the stories around money that you learned, whether you were told them or you witnessed them. Think about what did you first know about money? Um, consider how your family treated money. Did you come from wealth consciousness? Did you come from poverty consciousness? What was your family's idea about the Joneses? Think about these concepts as you go back into what your childhood was like. You may have grown up in a home where all of your needs were met at the surface level, but maybe they weren't always met at the emotional level or vice versa. There's no right or wrong story. It's simply a matter of going back and asking some of these important questions. What did my family do about money? What did it think about money? Did you have an allowance? Did you have to earn your money? There's a lot of information waiting for you to access when you start to look at this family story and then relating it to how it is that you're showing up as an adult in your life and whether or not you are meeting the story that you've been told 
or you're making a new story for yourself. So take a couple of moments and just jot down a few things if you're taking notes on this about what you remember your money story to be. Now, not all of that story is going to be negative or needs to be let go. You may have learned some very important and very valuable things as you were growing up about money and prosperity and wealth. And that's fine. You want to acknowledge those as well. So allow whatever comes up for you to come up. Jot those notes down. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will dive into step number two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight of accessing and connecting to prosperity. Hey everyone, it's me, Psychic Medium Jamie. And me, Spirit Walker Nicole from Shades of Spirit, bringing you another Shades of Spirit tip of the week. Jamie, have you ever wondered if you might be an empath? Yes, I have. And some signs that we may be an empath include an inexplicable desire to avoid crowds in places like movie theaters, shopping centers, and restaurants. You know, sometimes I'm able to walk into a room with other people and I know exactly how they're feeling, even if no one is saying a word. I can attend social gatherings or other events and find myself so emotionally exhausted and physically drained that I could probably sleep for a week. If any of these examples resonate with you, please come check out our new live podcast, Shades of Spirit. It's on every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on Transformation Talk Radio. You can also find us at shadesofspirit.com where you can book your appointment or call us at 858-684-7575. Are you ready to find out who you really are? Are you ready to have fun and listen to the soul part of yourself? Indulge in a deeper meaning with Laura Goldstein, host of Coffee with the Universe. This show will awaken that true self hidden deep within you and will get you energized on who you were created to be. So go ahead, grab your cup of joe and experience Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein on TransformationTalkRadio.com. What would you do with the power of community? How do you create your own rituals? Tune in to Living Your Gifts with me, Susan Huff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times, the second Wednesday of each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Our lives begin with the stories we are told and the stories we tell ourselves. Storytelling is the key. To learn more about me, visit livingyourgifts.com. That's livingyourgifts.com. Tales from the Merworld with Amira Bass, exploring the mysteries of Atlantis and Lemuria, airing every second and fourth Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Tales from the Merworld Radio is a blend of mythology, theology, and ancient history, and Amira's own soul channelings. Are you ready to explore and validate the possibility that we are much more than our Earth bodies? Amira Bass' Tales from the Merworld Radio holds safe space discussions for remembrances and memories of topics like multidimensional existences and simultaneous lives. Together, we will be raising our vibrations through stimulating conversations and the opening and releasing of the remembrance of our soul purposes for this incarnation. Join me, Amirabeth, for Tales of the Merworld Radio. Are you a feminine entrepreneur and you're tired of being stuck in the making just enough money trap? I hear you. I'm Julie Steelman, and I just released a brand new masterclass about how to unlock the three secrets to creating a financial breakthrough in your business. Come on over to calledbyfreedom.com. I'm going to walk you through the three things you need to do to create that financial breakthrough you've been craving. Come on over to calledbyfreedom.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome back. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with myself, your host, Megan Edge. And today we are talking about being on the edge of prosperity. So before the break, I was sharing with you the first step of the eight steps of mastering manifesting, of becoming a master manifester. And why this is important, this whole concept of becoming a master manifester to prosperity is because one of the key things to becoming prosperous, to living a prosperous life is your mindset. And my eight steps to becoming a master manifester help you to shift and change your mindset from one that might be limiting you in your capacity and ability 
to really take on this whole idea of prosperity to one that is limitless and allows you to fully see what is possible for you through these eight steps. So the first step that I was taking our audience through was looking at what your money story is. And if you're just joining us, you can find out more information about this whole program over on my website at meganedge.ca. And you can also hop over to my YouTube channel at Megan Edge Healing on YouTube, where there's a whole folder of the amazing videos that I share with you as I take you through the eight steps to becoming a power, um, a master manifester when you do my program. So let's jump into now the second step to becoming a master manifester and opening yourself up to full on prosperity. So the second step is looking at your core beliefs. What do I mean by a core belief? A core belief is anything that is fundamental to your understanding of your sense of self, your authentic self. There are two kinds of core beliefs that we work with. We work with our core limitless beliefs, and then we work with our core limiting beliefs. So our limitless beliefs are the things that we believe about ourselves that we know to be true, that we can step into with absolute authority and conviction. Think about anything you know about yourself that you could say with total confidence is a truth about you. Like, I'm a kind person, or I'm a good person, or I am generous, I am smart, I am beautiful. They may sound like mantras and the little bit they are. The difference between a mantra and a core limitless belief is that you, act, you believe it to be true. It's not just something you say to yourself to convince yourself. You know it in the, in the core of your being, these things about yourself. And if they are easy for you to say, they will come out through your throat chakra, through your throat, and you will be able to say them without stumbling, without making up excuses or ideas about how they're not true. You simply know that they're true. It's less easy for most people to connect with what their limitless beliefs are than it is for them to connect to what their core limiting beliefs are. And the reason for that is because our inner critic is one of our strongest and staunchest supporters and will constantly show up for us anytime we try to step out of the comfort zone of our inner critic. You know what I'm talking about, right? You've all got an inner critic. You've heard that voice. You're not good enough. You shouldn't be doing this. Who are you to do this, to do that? We all have an inner critic. It's all right. Our inner critic's our friend. And I know that might sound contrary, but here's the reason why. Your inner critic keeps you safe. So these limitless, or these limiting beliefs that I'm talking about, these core limiting beliefs, they're held up in part by that inner critic. You can easily, I'm sure, come up with some of what are your core limiting beliefs. Think about wording like, I'm not good enough, or everybody else can do it but me. Everyone else can have money, can have wealth, can have prosperity. That's for everybody else. It's not for me. And that voice is coming from your money story. It's coming from that family of origin and the things that you learned about yourself as you were growing up. Now, again, you may have grown up in a household in which you were completely supported and you were always told how wonderful you are and you were always told that you could do whatever you wanted to do. And that's wonderful if that's the case. As an adult, how are you interpreting those messages and are you letting them be true for yourself? Okay, so take a second, a moment just to jot down a couple of what you could identify as your core limitless beliefs, the things you know to be true about yourself, that are good things, that are good ways in which you show up in the world. And then have a look at a couple of those limiting beliefs and go back to the little exercise that we did with examining your story and find out the connection, if you can, between what might be a core limiting belief in terms of money and finance and abundance and prosperity, and what might be a message that you learn as a child growing up and see what that connection is. When we do this kind of work, we wanna ask certain questions about what these core beliefs are and why we believe in them. But we also wanna come from a place of non-judgment and non-criticism. We're not putting ourselves down for having these core limiting beliefs. We're simply looking at them. It's just information. We're only observing. Because if we can observe them, it's easier for us to release them. So there's a mantra that I want to share with you for this key point. 
of the core beliefs. And it is this. If you find yourself or when you find yourself feeling overwhelmed by the limiting beliefs, whatever that feeling is for you, it might be about not being worthy or inadequate or whatever it is. Simply take a deep breath in and on the in-breath say, I acknowledge, I accept. And on the exhale, and make it a really big, long exhale, repeat, I release, I let it be. This is a beautiful breath mantra. You can use it in all kinds of situations. It's, I, it's, it's meant for when you, when you start to feel an emotional response showing up in your body to something that's happening either externally to you, like a situation over which you don't have any control, or a thought pattern that's showing up in your mind that you think you don't have any control over. It is simply to acknowledge that that's how you're feeling, to accept in that moment that that's where you are, and then to release it and let it be. Not let it go, let it be. There's a difference in energy. You can feel it, right? Just feel it. Let it go, let it be. Let it be, it takes less effort. Because all of these thoughts and ideas that you have about yourself and what you're capable of, they're just thoughts and ideas. They are not who you are and you can change your mind about all of them. But until you know what the core limiting beliefs are that no longer serve you, they are unconscious. This is why we want to bring them to the surface and look at them and identify them. And then do the work around questioning them. And when you come on board to do my program in January, when we start the next eight power steps to becoming a master manifester, we spend a whole week on each of these points so that we can do a really deep dive in person for what's coming up for you so we can deeply and permanently release these things that are getting in your way. So that's your second step to stepping off the edge and jumping into prosperity, both feet in. It's to look at those core beliefs and do the healing work around them. Okay, take a nice deep breath because we're going to move into the third step which I had up until today been calling clear your possibility path. But with the theme of this show being being on the edge of prosperity, it occurred to me, this is actually your prosperity path. Doesn't that sound divine? Prosperity path. I'm going to clear my prosperity path. I love it. So <laughs> basically what you have in front of you on your prosperity path is a road, a road that is your, your map from A to B. A being the starting point of what we're working with today, releasing the things that no longer serve you or are in your highest good, and B, the final destination, whatever that prosperity looks like for you, okay? This is all about belief and switching up your mindset. So one of the easiest ways that I know of for you to clear your prosperity path, it's going to take me a couple of tries to get that <laughs> possibility, prosperity. I do love the new one though, prosperity path. It's, it's to look at the language that you're using and not simply the words that you're using, because we talk about that in the next step, but these, these key phrases that I invite you to become more aware of that you use in your vocabulary every day. They are things like, I can't, I shouldn't, I never. I want you to start becoming aware of how often you use those words, those, those terms, and in which context you use them as it relates to your relationship with money and finances and prosperity. I never win the lottery. Why would I even bother buying a ticket? I never win the lottery. Guess what? You will never win the lottery if you don't at least buy a ticket. That's the possibility piece of your prosperity path. I'm going to take you through a quick visualization. I want, to, I want you to have this visualization for to be able to work with it as we go through this. And this is the possibility path visualization, or now I guess it would be called the prosperity path visualization. So just take a moment, put your, your pen down or, in, or your phone or whatever else you're doing, and just close your eyes and sit for a moment in your own energy and take a nice deep breath in. Okay, and I invite you to begin by identifying a goal, a vision, or a desire that has yet to manifest in your life. And just let it be the first thing. It can be something big, it can be something small, doesn't matter. Just let it show up, okay? As you connect with this image, just take three nice deep breaths in and out, nice and deep and relaxing, feeling yourself getting heavy in your body, feeling your body in your chair, wherever you're sitting, and just releasing any resistance. 
on those exhales. Okay. So here's what I would like you to do. I want you to see yourself in your mind's eye and I want you to see the image of the thing it is that you want most right there in front of you. Okay. And then with a breath, blow it all the way down to the end of this path that's in front of you. All right. And now look down at your feet and notice what this path looks like. Fill in some of the details. Maybe it's cobblestone or brick or gravel or sand. It doesn't matter. Whatever shows up for you. And similarly along the sides, is it open? Is it closed? Are you in a forest? Are you on the beach? Are you downtown? Wherever you are, just allow your imagination to fill in all of those details for you. Okay, now you filled in all those details. Look down to the very end of the path to where your goal and your desire is. And then look at what is there on the path that is in between you and that goal and that desire. Let the information fill in. See how cluttered your path becomes. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe your path is perfectly clear and there's just a speck of dust that you need to flick off of it. Or maybe it's chock-a-block full of all the things that are getting in the way between you and that desire and that goal. And sometimes those things are your own thoughts and beliefs and ideas and experiences. And sometimes they're the thoughts and beliefs of other people as well. Simply become aware of what it is that's in between you and your desire. Okay, and now I invite you to visualize a broom in your hand, a big, strong, sturdy broom. Maybe it's one of those big industrial push brooms or whatever kind of broom it is, it shows up. And with total conviction, feel that in your body. I want you to confidently walk down that path and sweep all that mind clutter out of the way until you reach your goal. And just let it take as long or as little time as you need to get there. When you get to the goal, and you will get there, even those little sticky parts that just don't want to be swept off, those really core limiting beliefs, give them a good shove and a good push out of the way. And once you get to your goal, reach for it. Put your hands out in front of you in your mind's eye, or even physically in front of your body right now, reach towards that goal, hold it, and bring it back into your body. Just feel that you have that goal. It's not even within reach. It's actually within you. Okay. And then take a nice deep breath. And on the exhale, open your eyes and come back. And if you want to write a few things down, if you're taking notes about what that process was like for you. Okay. So let's step into the next step because we've got to go through all eight of these. And I want to make sure we get right to the very end before we get to the top of the hour. The fourth step is the importance of your thoughts and the importance of your language. So you can see that clearing your prosperity path and becoming aware of the things that you're saying and how you're saying them, because that's the information about what you believe to be true, ties in with this whole idea of how you speak about your story and how you speak about the things that you want and the belief that you have that you can have those things. All right. So this is about using low vibration words versus high vibration words. And you've heard Dr. Pat and I speak about this many, many times if you're a fan of our show and you've seen us do this before, because we both love this idea of the power of words. And we learned this from our dear friend Yvonne Oswald in her wonderful book about the power of words and how changing your language can change your life. It is absolutely true. Okay, so when we're looking at the importance of your thoughts, here's the, the, um, the what's the word I'm looking for? The idea that I want to put you, or the example that I want to use. Think of the weather. Think of when you watch the news at night or you're listening to your radio and you hear the weather announcer say, well, there's a 10% chance of rain tomorrow. And where do you immediately go with that? Oh my God, a 10% chance of rain. Shoot, I better make sure I've got my umbrella and my coat and my galoshes and everything else. But what does it mean if we go back to math, which I'm now a huge fan of, if there's a 10% chance of rain, then there's a 90% chance of sun. It's all about perspective. It's all about flipping it out. If I've never won the lottery yet, which is a power word, by the way, yet, one of my favorite words, if I haven't won the lottery yet, it doesn't mean I won't, right? If I haven't written the book yet, it doesn't mean I'm not going to. It just means I haven't done it yet. The word yet opens up possibilities. 
And that's what prosperity is really all about. Prosperity is about possibilities. It's what you're willing to allow in your shift in thinking that takes you from I can't, I shouldn't, it won't ever happen for me to I can, I will, and it could. It could happen and it could look like this. The importance of your thoughts also ties into what you think about others. And that brings us back to step one, which was looking at your money story. What did your family think about people who were wealthy, if they were not wealthy or people who were wealthier than them? Or what did they think about people who were poor or at, at a disadvantage? Those ideas get, they get immersed in your body. They get integrated into your whole sense of being. And you can change them by looking at the way in which you are working with your thoughts and your ideas. Okay, so the importance of your thoughts and the importance of language. And this is for anything that you're wanting in life. Let's say it's a relationship. If you're if the story you're telling yourself is that relationships are hard and it's hard to meet people in this town and no one's looking for a partner right now, the chances of you finding a fulfilling relationship are much less than if you flip it around and you change it up to sound like I'm really excited to meet someone new. There's so many interesting people out there. I can't wait to meet someone, even in this time of, you know, shutdowns and limited contact. You can start getting creative about the ways in which you're going to show up in the world by simply changing your language. So think about your thoughts. Think about what you think about when you think about it, catch yourself doing it. And again, not from a place of judging or from a place of being critical of yourself, but from a place of observing, simply observing what you're thinking. You could even get curious about it. Like, hey, I wonder where that thought came from. You can even approach it from a place of humor. Like, oh my gosh, what a ridiculous thought. I can't believe I've been thinking that for all these years when all I had to do was flip it over and put in a new word, like Megan said, and suddenly the energy is completely different. And remember that breathing technique. If you start to go back into, oh, I'm not good enough. I acknowledge, I accept, I release, I let it be. Okay, let's move into point number five. This one is really key to this whole process. And it's, it as you can see, it grows on the other steps before it, right? Number five is about inviting abundance. Inviting abundance. <laughs> That's a lot to say, isn't it? Inviting abundance or inviting prosperity. Even if you don't think you have it yet, remember that word yet, the possibility is always there. And the only way that the possibility is going to actualize is if you invite it to. The, the power of the invitation is really key here. What are you willing to invite into your life? And I invite you to take it one step further. What have you already been inviting into your life that actually isn't for your highest good? That in fact is getting in the way of you living a prosperous life. Because anything that you have allowed in your life has come by invitation. And even though it may feel like that invitation wasn't the one you put out there, it still at the end of the day comes back on you. And for anyone who's worked with me in the past, you know that one of the things that's so important to me is that piece of self-responsibility, of taking care of our mental well-being, of our physical well-being, of our emotional well-being by taking responsibility. Because ultimately, that's the, that's the foundation of free will, is you taking responsibility. So when we're looking at inviting something into your life, it's important to recognize the things you've invited into your life that maybe are not really supporting you. And that's not an easy task because there's some pretty stark realities that can show up for us when we start to really dive deep into what it is that, that's in our way and stop blaming other people for the things that we don't have in our lives or for the things we do have in our lives. But instead, this piece of empowerment is where you, you get to realize how powerful and potent you really are when you understand that it's up to you who and what you are inviting into your life. Okay, so that's the importance of inviting abundance. And so the question might come up, well, how, how, what do you even mean by abundance? What is that? And how do I do that? Abundance is 
all around you. So one of the exercises that I invite people to do is to find examples of abundance in your life. It could be the number of shoes you have in your closet. It could be the number of crystals you have on your shelf. It might be the number of blades of grass in the lawn out in front of your house or the number of leaves on the trees. You can find examples of abundance everywhere. It's not necessarily the money that's in your bank account, right? It's what you have an abundance of, a plethora, if you will, of, of things in your life so that you can begin to see that it's actually easy for there to be a lot of fill in the blank, whatever it is. And at an energetic level, we're really looking at what is available to other people and what is available to us. Because when we think of abundance, one of the thought patterns that can come to our mind is, well, if I have this, then he doesn't get it. So then I'm taking from him. And for some people that might be okay. For other people that might pose a moral dilemma. What I'm here to tell you and what I'd like you to try to wrap your mind, like just start wrapping your mind around is that there is actually enough. There is enough. And I know it doesn't always feel like that at the end of the month necessarily, or the end of the pay period, or when you open up your cupboards and there's nothing in there, but there is enough. It's about tapping into the enoughness. Can we use that word? Maybe make that a word, the enoughness, by seeing where it is around you and saturating yourself in the experience of that and what that feels like, okay? So what I'm gonna suggest is we're gonna take another break because there's a lot of information I've just shared with you over the last um, 20 minutes or so and give you some time to go through these again, inviting abundance, importance of your thoughts, clearing your, your path, um, your possibility path, your prosperity path, looking at your money story. And when we come back from break, we're gonna dive into the last three steps to becoming a master manifester and opening yourself to stepping off the edge of prosperity and being in full prosperity. Are you ready to get big and live your life out loud? Tune in to Get Big Out Loud Radio, exploring life through the lens of curiosity and compassion with me, Carrie Knudsen, joining Dr. Pat live every second Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I will offer ideas to transform what you are thinking into conscious action. If you want to get big and live your life out loud, visit me at KnutsonSpeaks.com. Are you ready to shift your current beliefs about death from debilitating pain and loss? Follow Angie Corbett Kuiper as she shares that through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind. Anything is possible, even in death. Tune in to Beyond Proof Radio with Angie, redefining death and loss every first Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit BeyondProof.com. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack, and I'd love to tell you about the latest technology of the Valara Company. I've been using the Valara Company equipment, the air machines, since 1992, and I have found them to be totally successful in killing mold, mildew, and keeping your house fresh and clean. If you'd like more information on it, you can look at MaryJaneMack.com or call our office at 888-777-4232. Has your kindness been used against you? Are you ready to clear the confusion and reconnect with your power? then it's time to become Toxic Person Proof. Join Toxic Relationship Specialist Sarah K. Ramsey as she gives you the secrets to rebuilding and rebranding your life after a toxic person encounter. It's time to get past the past, get real about the present, and get serious about your future. For more information, visit sarahkramsey.com. What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Tune into The Energy Paradigm each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com with Dr. Vic. The Energy Paradigm is an eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative, and earth-shattering way to live, work, and do business that will enable you to unlock your magic every day. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com. You know, marriage is not always easy, but skills that improve communication go a long way. Tune in to The Relationship Rehab Show, Recovering Happiness in Your Love with Nancy Landrum and Dr. Pat each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
Nancy is an author and teacher empowering couples to create and sustain loving marriages. Learn to listen, speak, and handle conflict with respect so your love can flourish. To learn more about Nancy and her work, visit nancylandrum.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome back. Thanks, Benny. Thanks, everybody in the background. There is such an amazing crew that makes all of this happen, and I really want to thank everybody. For the last three years, I don't know if you saw my Facebook post today, but there was something that came up in my memories, and it was three years ago now that Dr. Pat and I did our first show, which was on telling your story. (laughs) Happy anniversary. Three years ago. Isn't that amazing? Thank you. That's been an incredible three years. Three years and 36 shows. This is our 36th show that we've done. And we've talked about so many amazing things. We've had so many incredible shows, such deep, poignant ideas and also laughter and fun. And if you want to catch all of those episodes, you can hop over to my YouTube channel at Megan Edge Healing on YouTube. And there's a whole folder of playing on the edge. And you can start at the beginning and you can watch the whole evolution of all of our amazing shows together. It's just been at such an absolute delight. And I feel so honored and so grateful to have said yes to Transformation Talk Radio and to Jessica and Benny and Kim and everybody else. And if I haven't mentioned your name, my apologies, but there's so many of you there that are that make this all happen. Gratitude is actually the eighth step. So we won't get there just yet. But if you're just joining us, we're talking today about being on the edge of prosperity, which means that you haven't quite accepted it yet. You have not fully embraced it. You're on the edge of it. And you might be asking yourself, why haven't I or why can't I have that prosperity that perhaps you see other people having? And that's what we're talking about today is how do you step off that edge and move closer to embracing, saturating, infusing your whole being with the idea of prosperity and what that means to you. And I'm sharing with you today my eight steps to mastering manifesting, to becoming a master manifester, which is an online course that I have as part of my teachings. And our next program is coming up this January, 2021. We're gonna start 2021 off with a bang. Let's clear out all the clutter, emotionally, psychically, energetically from 2020 so that you can step more fully into prosperity and what that means to you. So if you hop over to my website, you'll see under classes, we've got a beautiful landing page there and our early bird pricing is up right now and we are open for registration for this January course. All right, so we've looked at examining your story, examining and healing your money story and your money wounds from childhood, looking at what your core beliefs are and releasing your limiting beliefs and embracing your limitless beliefs. I invited you to clear your prosperity path and I took you through a visualization to help you do that. We've looked at the importance of your thoughts and the words that you use to talk about yourself, your money story, your lack, your abundance, and and identified some of those low vibration words versus those high vibration words. So remember, they were things like I can't, or I don't, or I never, or I shouldn't. Those are low vibration words. The high vibration words are I can, and I will, and why not? And yet, that super powerful word yet, I just haven't done it yet. And then just before we went to break, we invited abundance to come into our awareness by looking around us and seeing where we already have abundance in our lives, and then how we can harness and access that energy of abundance to move forward into the next step, which is step number six, and it is ask and ye shall receive. Some of you might recognize that quote, but I'll tell you what, that book is not the first place where that idea has come from. This whole concept of asking for what we want is really important to stepping into prosperous thinking and prosperous mindset. Because if you don't know what you want, or you only know what you don't want, the universe is going to show up and fill that basket with all those things that you don't want. And the wishy-washiness of not knowing what you want means that the energy of yourself, your direction, your motivation, the universe, God, whoever you pray to, can't get to you because you've put up this barrier, you've put up a dam energetically, like we were talking about at the very beginning with the flow of money like water. You've put up a dam that doesn't allow things like abundance and prosperity and wealth to reach you because of the way that you're thinking, 
right? That's why we wanted to clear out the thinking. So once your thinking is clear, it's much easier to ask for what you want. So there are two ways that we, there's lots of ways we can do this, but there's two ways that I want to share with you today that we can do this. The first one is the you can have it exercise. And when you take the program, I go into a lot more detail about this particular um, exercise and why it was so important to me as I was shifting out of some old nine sets and into some new ones. But basically it's like this, and you can have a lot of fun with this. You and a friend sit down, you say, I want to have, and whatever it is you want to have. And your friend says, you can have it. That's all they say. That's their job. They're not to critical, to criticize you. They're not to tell you why you shouldn't, couldn't, wouldn't. They just say, you can have it. And the idea is that each time you say something that you want and you receive positive affirmation of that wanting, you take it a little bit deeper and you take it a little bit deeper until eventually you get down to what your core desires are. So this is a really excellent exercise to help you get clear on what it is that you actually want versus what it is you think you might want. Like you think you might want a pony, but what you really, really want is a Learjet, something like that. So it's a lot of fun. The ask for what you want and then yes, you can have it. And then the other exercise with this is something that I call wish, want, create. And again, this is something we go into a lot more depth when we do the program, but basically it's like this. Think about something you wish for. I wish I could have a pony. I wish I could have a pony. Then go to, I want, I want a pony. Can you feel the difference between the I wish statement and the I want statement? I wish want. I want has more direction. So start looking at the things you think you're wishing for, turn them into want statements and see how that feels. See if it's true, first of all, that you do want it because you might surprise yourself and find out that you don't when you feel it in your body. And also you might get very clear on, okay, I'm claiming it now. I'm stepping into it. The third step of that process is to create it. And that's on you. That's on you taking action. Action is alchemy. Alchemy is what creates change. So if you want something bad enough, you've heard it so many times, you'll go for it. You'll figure it out. How do I get it? How do I create it? So wish, want, create, and the I want, and you can have it. Two really powerful exercises to help you get really clear on what it is you're asking for. And once you know what it is you're asking for, then ask for it and make it a statement and then see how it unfolds for you and what ideas come into your mind about the ways in which you can make that happen for yourself. That takes us into number seven, step number seven, which I call your desire account. And this may seem practically boring, but I want to tell you it's actually one of the most spiritually beneficial thing you can do for stepping into prosperity. And it is this, it is to educate yourself, just like I had to educate myself about mortgages and lending and money and balancing my till at the end of the night at the bank. You take the time to educate yourself about your money, your financial landscape. What do your bank accounts look like? How many fees are you paying on them? What about your credit cards? Where are your money leaks? Your money leaks are the places where money has found a hole in the dam and it's flowing and it's flowing away from you as fast as it can go because it takes the path of least resistance. All right. Look for those leaks. See the places where you could tighten it up. See the places where you could bring more money in and have this be a creative exercise. When I have my students do this, they all get a bottle of my manifesting mist. And what I recommend that they do before they sit down to do this work, because it can be pretty heavy stuff, especially if it triggers up emotional things for you, is to take their manifesting mist. Oh, and just spray it over themselves and over all their papers. Breathe it in. It's full of amazing essential oils that are all designed to help us shift our mindset from lack to abundance, including things like cinnamon and jasmine and rose and ylang ylang. It's amazing and incredible. So that's a, that's a tool that I provide for people that you can use as you're doing this practical work. And the reason why I say this is so spiritual is because you're saying yes to taking responsibility and the universe loves it when you say yes, and the universe loves it when you take responsibility. And so that brings us to our final step in the eight power steps to becoming a master manifester. And this is to give back in gratitude. Some people call it tithing. You know what that is? Maybe that's you give back 10%. There's something magic about the 10% number. 
giving back because you have received giving and receiving pat and i did a whole show on giving and receiving a couple of christmases ago and it's really the sacred idea that when you receive the best way to keep energy flowing is to move that energy is to let that energy move now that doesn't mean you give everything away necessarily but it means that you open up space in your life to give back as a way of saying thank you as a way of being in gratitude and there's a thousand different ways that you can do that and as we're coming into the christmas season the holiday season whether you celebrate hanukkah like we do or christmas like we do or the longest night of the year the solstice like we do we celebrate it all this is a time of gathering together and of helping one another out and considering what we are all going through right now globally and locally and i get i'm getting all my goosebumps some of you are familiar with my goosebumps as i, as I say this instead of allowing yourself to be isolated or feel isolated find the ways in which you can give back give away give over give into any way that you can help others right now who have less than you do perhaps or who need that hug that they wouldn't otherwise get, whether it's virtual or for real. You know, reach out on Zoom, um, go to your food bank. There's a lot of people right now who are not working and they need your help. This is one of the best, most amazing ways that I know of to feel truly prosperous is to be able to give back or give away with no strings attached, no strings attached. Do it because it feels good do it because it's the right thing to do and really let yourself breathe into this whole idea of prosperity means that we all prosper if you prosper i prosper if i prosper benny prospers it lifts all of us up so with that final message i want to say thank you so much everybody for being here today on my first solo run of playing on the edge radio i'm looking forward to having pat back in january as we jump into 2021 let's hold hands as we make that leap because we're doing it together we're all in it together <laughs> and let's raise everybody up thank you you've been listening to playing on the edge radio radical change with ease with myself your host megan edge and we've been talking today about being on the edge of prosperity and the eight steps to becoming a master manifester hop on over to my website have a look at the program see if it's a fit i'd love to see you in january when we come back from the holidays happy holidays everyone and thank you for being here You've been listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network, providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. If you've missed any part of this episode or want to find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca.